Yes, 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 it is us. Two old guys on the back porch here to make your day. I am Steve Scotch because I like Scotch. We have the lovely and talented Cat, that's C-A-T, making us sound so good. Cat, what's happening? Hey, how y'all doing? We can be found on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Pod- Podcasts, and all your premier podcast platforms. We also can be found on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we're going to do a shout-out today, a military shout-out, and Memorial Day is on its way. Uh, we're going to give a big shout-out to Frankfurt, Germany, home of USA military places. We have a listener there. We're also going to give a shout-out to Fort Eustis, part of Joint Base Langley-Houston there in Newport News, giving you all a big cheer. <laughs> All right, alcohol is, of course, the fuel for the fire. Today, I'm rocking the well-aged scotch. I'm doing the McClellan. I mean, I like the Glens. I like Glenlivet. I like Glenfittage. Got to mix it up every now and then. The McClellans, it's good. It's probably a little more spicier taste than the Glens, but... uh. It's got a spicier price tag on it, too. But, uh, I'm sure it does. Anyway, it's pretty good. Kat, what you got? I'm rocking me a lovely Keeneland lemonade. Uh, we are kind of in the midst of horse race season. We just had the Kentucky Derby and are about to have the Preakness next week. And that is what I am rocking. All right. Keeneland is a racetrack in Kentucky, by the way. Keeneland is it's a one destination. one of our favorite racetracks. It's where the big auctions are. We're going there one day to watch horse racing live and in person. That is on the bucket list. It's a hell of a ride from here because you got to go through West Virginia. No disrespect to West Virginia, but that state is nothing but a hill. Up a hill, down a hill, up a hill, down a hill. Once you get through there, you can get to Kentucky, but... Getting through West Virginia sucks. All right, let's get right to it. Today we're going to talk about sleep. And you might be thinking, these dudes are going to put me to sleep talking about sleep. We might. might. I don't know. Just hang around. Let's see what happens. Now, I know you younger guys and gals out there thinking, what are you talking about? Talking about sleep. I mean, we just stay up. Until we're tired, and then we go to sleep. What's the big bleeping deal? Well, here's the warning, young bloods. When when you get older, like Cat, hello. Sometimes a good night's sleep can become a challenge. Am I right? Yes, it can be. I mean, I usually have no trouble going to sleep because I actually wear my mind and body down each day by doing things that leave me tired at night. Um, and I also try to see how many beers I can drink after dinner. That, that doesn't that hurt. Beer yeah. is a sedative, and I do use it to help <laughs> settle down at night. He's a little high strong, y'all. The only drawback is that I got to do that 3 a.m. bladder remo- uh, emptying. That part kind of sucks, but um, whatever. You know, I I got to get up at six anyway, so. If I get up in three, go relieve the beer, maybe I can sneak in another nap before I get up. But anyway, I mean, I'm going to say 
some people have trouble sleeping because they're just not tired. I mean, if you don't do anything all day, but sit on your ass and, and click a mouse or play on your iPod or whatever, iPad, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you haven't done anything. You know, you don't, you don't need to recharge your battery if you didn't run the battery down. I mean, I don't know. I think, what are you supposed to get? Seven? What's okay, the Okay, the recommendation is six to, six to eight, so okay. seven would be in the medium. Okay, six, seven, eight hours. I mean, I get like six during the week, seven on the weekend, which I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm lucky the dog lets me get in that extra hour on the weekend, too. But um, what you don't want is you don't, you don't want to get where you're not getting enough sleep to where you can't get your shit together the next day. You know what I'm saying? And it's going to happen now and then. Right. It's going to happen. Um, be insomniac. Yeah. A big thing, a game changer, really, that happened years ago with these sleep apnea masks. Um, I know several people I work with that uh, wear them. A lot of the wifey's family wears them. And yes. the cat's got a lizard in its mouth right there, a dead she's, lizard. But she's a, that's not she's coming a producer. You can see anything on the back porch out here. You, oh, you she never lost know. it. Oh, lizard got away. Um, like I said, some of the cats I work with, they, they did the sleep test, found out they, they needed the, the mask. And actually, some of these guys are so ugly, they need to wear a mask anyway. But oh. cat... Um, I'm going to let you ramble on about the mask. You have it. It's I've helped. Had it. um, I've you, had it for two years. I mean, Kat used to snore, and I mean, she would raise the roof around here. Well, okay. I came from a long line of snores. Both of my parents were notorious snores. I mean, I don't snore. I've, I, <laughs> I, I, I've never heard I beg my, to differ. <laughs> I've never heard myself snore. Um, I've had, I had the Dream Station 1 um, the beginning of the year. They sent me the Dream Station 2 since uh, there was a recall. Um, I've been using it. It's been great. I have had other things going on in my life that were kind of making me, <sighs> the cat, uh, making me not sleep was uh, going through menopause. That sucks because you're waking up in the middle of the night completely sweaty from hot yeah, flashes. That and was, then that was rough. That hypothyroidism was. isn't a great thing either. But I'm really glad I've had it. It's been two years. Um, I've got this little computer on my wrist. Tells me how much oxygen I got during the night while I was sleeping. So that's also showing that it's working. I mean, sleep apnea, that's a serious condition. I mean, anytime your heart is stopped right. beating, I mean, that's some scary stuff. Um, anyway, if if you think you need to, like maybe aren't sleeping well and everybody tells you you're a snorer go get yourself checked out go get the do the sleep test i mean you'll be you'll be shocked and amazed from you know waking up several times at night and then waking up the next day and just can't get your act together right. to waking up and going wow i am ready to roll i mean it, it, it is a game changer uh, we encourage everybody you know, who thinks they're having problems or your sleep partner Because you're really damaging you, not only your heart, your brain by not getting this oxygen right, every night. Right, In the long run. I don't know. Some people use drugs to help them sleep. And I'm not 
Well, I, I'm not talking about legal drugs, am I? I, I don't. I'm never. You've never. You've never taken a sleep that. pill or. I, I mean, Advil PM or. What I've heard that that they knock you out, but then in the morning you can't. Maybe they're better now, but they used to. I was always told whoever tried them told me they felt all groggy and shit the next day. So I stayed away from right. that. Um, I do melatonin. I pretty much do melatonin every night. I right. don't really have a problem when I'm waking up. I'm okay. pretty much refreshed. I think that's something that took the place of the sleeping pill. I and think. the only problem I had with the sleep machine was I was freaking out because I was listening to myself breathe. Right. Well, so I ended up putting that. a, like a, I call it a, it's like a headband that has um, headphones in it. So you can play some music or try and do a calm at, you know, meditation or audio book from a story that you already know. It kind of helps you sometimes get to sleep. Yeah, do the LeBron James one. That one, uh... <laughs> If you want to go oh to sleep God. in like two seconds, yeah, back I'm in high school. I'm telling back in high school. Dude, come on, LeBron. It's LeBron. Big why, P, why, why? Dude, we love the king. King <laughs> Rain, King James. Keep rocking, baby. L.A. Lakers suck. All right, there is something <laughs> I do know. And th this is something that happens the elderly. And uh, the dreaded nap during the day. That, that could be a killer for some good, solid sleep at night, too. I'm not a totally against the nap. Uh, me and this dog here sitting by my foot, me and him roll pretty hard He's on the weekends. And uh, we will, uh, me and the dog will maybe after lunch take a little hike and then come back and check out for about an hour. I'm not saying I don't tilt my head back and let it rip. Nap, <laughs> nap might come. That, that's your body's way of telling you you need to chill out for a minute. But I'm talking about on a daily basis, elderly people sitting at home by themselves. Nothing's going on, right, Kat? The right. TV's on, blah, 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 infomercials, soap operas, if that shit's still on. And and they're kind of nodding in and out all day. And then, you know, and it, really that paints a pretty sad scene anyway, you know, that nobody's there to check on them and take them to lunch and call them up and do whatever. And so they're just sitting there going in and out all day. And And then when it's time to go to sleep, they have trouble. Right. I know that's that's something that, that happens. Um, I don't know. I know when I'm really, really zonked the hell out is I have some crazy freaking dreams. And I thought about telling my dreams to one of those, uh, I don't know what they're called, dream, dream analysts, analysts or right. dream readers, dream weaver, and then let them tell me, like, what's the hidden meaning behind my dreams? Uh, probably a bad idea. Probably do not want to go there. I, I, don't want, I probably don't want to know why I'm going through it. I like, I don't know if you've been through this, but it's like you're half asleep, you're half awake, and the dream's still kind of there. And yeah, you, but you know, you talk in your sleep also. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to manipulate the dream in my favor. You have favor. whole conversations. I want to know the other I, I, side. I'm, try, I'm trying to get the dream to go in my direction. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that's REM sleep, right, when you're half in and out. I think REM is when you're, what, completely zonked the right. hell out. 
But anyway, some people, they do have major problems trying to go to sleep and stay asleep through the night. So, you know, if you do, go see a doctor. Try to fix the problem. You know, it could turn your whole world around. All right, we're going to roll right into one tough son of a bitch. And this week it is Rocky Marciano. If you don't know who Rocky Marciano, he was the first Rocky, a real boxer, by the way. Born in 1923 from Brockton, Massachusetts. Died at the age of 45. I did not know Rocky Marciano died so young. He was in a freaking uh, plane crash. Cessna. Damn. Probably one of the greatest, not probably, one of the greatest heavyweight champions of all time. Um, heavyweight champ from 1952 to 1956. He was, they, in, he was in the Army, too, during World War II. Mm-hmm. He basically was in your face from bell to bell. He didn't do none of that dancing shit and, and do a little jab and back up and run. None of that bullshit. He had punching power. He never tired. Had a hell of a chin. Forget about the chin. You see the nose on this dude. I mean, that thing was flat as a pancake. You you could tell what he did for a living. He uh he won the belt from Jersey Joe Walcott, who actually knocked Rocky Marciano down, and was leading by point leading on points. And then uh, Marciano landed a right hook, and that was it, baby. Forty nine wins. Zero losses, and get this, 43 knockouts. Whoa. And that's why Rocky Marciano was one tough son of a bitch. All right. Let's see. Okay. Um, we're going to do What You Watch again. What You Watching was the Kentucky Derby. That's what I'm watching. <laughs> that's what you were watching? Did you watch it? Yes, I watched it. And what did you think? I don't know. Uh, 80 to 1. 80 to 1. <laughs> what was he called? Rich Strike? Strike yes. Rich Strike, who was actually on the also eligible list, was not even in the top 20 in points. He wasn't um, even supposed to be in the race until that's uh, what I'm saying. D-, D. Wayne dropped out, right? One of the horses scratched. So Rich Strike was actually number 21, got to move into the race at number, what was the number of that horse? Was it? It was 21. 21 they keep the yeah. same number. Yeah. Right. 80 to 1. Dude, uh, I think the jockey Sonny Leon. It's spelled Leon, L-E-O-N. But I don't, when you say it Spanish like, it's Leon or something. Well, it's what it's Anyway, dude rode that yeah. joker up the rail almost like Calvin Borrell did years and ago with mind that bird it just went up the rail and like a jet and just blew past all of them 80 to 1 uh it was it was great i love it when all the pletchers and the baffords and all the big name trainers get their ass beat i love it uh that horse I, i'm gonna say they did they didn't pay that much for it i don't i can't remember what the price tag was but not a lot and uh i think the derby pays like a mil eight or something right. at one point 1.8 mil they pocketed. Um, bummer is they're not going to run the Preakness. They're skipping that. It's it's all bullshit. They're saying it's they might run the Belmont. They're doing what's best for the horse. They're doing what's best for their pocket. Right. You know that that horse. Lava never win another race <laughs> in its life. Now it's run. It's so, run but eight. it'll still make 
tons of breeding money. That's the whole plan. They just, whatever. I think we've been through this before talking about horse racing. They, they just want to get them in the breeding shed. They've, you know, it'd be cool to see some of these really good horses if Rich Strike is a really good horse. Just run until they're four or five year olds, at least, you know, keep the thing At least going. show up for the Breeders' Cup. I mean, come on. Exactly. Yep. All right. Um, anything else you watching, babe? Nope, that's it. All right. We're going to roll right into Cocktail of the Week. This one is a shaker, and it's called the Melon Ball. Now, I'm going to give you my recipe for all right it. this one was a favorite in the late 70s at studio 54 that and there was another ball up in that club too a round white ball they had in there too we can talk about they that talk and about they that. had the ball up in the ceiling i mean the oh, one the that spun around <laughs> what's that one called disco ball okay a lot of balls there was a lot of balls in studio 54 in the 70s a melon ball all right cat i've got I'm going to give you mine. Pour this into a shaker filled with ice. Okay. I do two ounces of the melon schnapps, or liqueur, as it were. One ounce of the vodka, and like three or four ounces of the pineapple juice. All right. Kat made this one today. We're going to do a little uh, taste testing on the melon ball. Like I said, take your melon liqueur. Vodka, pineapple juice. It's that. It, it, that's really nothing. It's three little things. Pour them in your shaker. Fill with ice. Shake the shit out of it. And pour it in a glass. A chilled glass. A chilled glass. And it's nice also to have the little melon balls as a um, yeah, it's decoration. A, that's right. If you're having friends over and having cocktails, you can get all fancy with it. Plus, plus the melon ball can be a shooter. Right. Um, that's like a half an ounce of melon liqueur half an ounce of vodka and a half an ounce of pineapple juice yeah that's a good um that's a good sh starter shot yeah. for the night <clears throat> all right go ahead and take a sip what do you think i like it but all right let me see what you got <sighs> not for you not, i don't know you know what it tastes like like a Jolly Roger. Jolly, Jolly Rancher. Rancher. Jolly Rancher. I call it a Jolly Roger. A Jolly, Jolly Roger. It's Jolly, a different drink. It tastes like that candy. Right. And it's the color of it's it. It's the color. Of a but sour. But it's, it's, not, it's not the sour apple. It's melon. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like a, it's like a melon version of a Jolly Rancher. There candy. you go. That, that's a good description. But of course, not the bad. same, the same, well, the, what we're using today is Midori, which is the traditional one. Japanese right. one, but the same company that makes all the other sour liqueurs or whatever, right. they also make a melon ball. So. Okay, it's not bad. It's not if you never had a melon ball, give it a shot. Thank you, Kat. That was pretty good. All right, today we were bumpered in with a song I love. I'm losing you by the Temps. That's right, the Temptations, formed in 1960 from Detroit, Michigan. Now, there's been many incarnations of this band. It's quite a lineup. <clears throat> but the original line lineup was David Ruffin, Melvin Franklin, Otis Williams, Eddie Kendrick, and Paul Williams. Paul Williams. Sorry about that, Paul. That was the original Temptation lineup that will always be 16 number one albums 
I just said it. That's right. 16, not number one songs. You bunch of worthless punks out there now trying to make music. And I like on MTV, they used to put the song and then the album that was off, off right. of. Now it just says undefined. Undefined. Because untitled. there is no album. These idiots don't know how to make an album. It's rocking in the club. They put this one song out every couple months that sucks and gets 28 million hits on YouTube. I really don't give a shit. The Temptations made albums and they were freaking great rock and roll hall of fame multiple grammys um they still go on to this day so they're many, on casino tour right they now are on casino you know tour. We, we'd love some casino tour Sorry about that. All right. again so many great love songs. a casino tour my girl just my imagination papa was a rolling stone ball of confusion um back in my day there was a local band out here called the good guys and, and me, and, guys were good. me and my guys saw this band, I don't know how many freaking times, and, and they would play Ball of Confusion, and I mean, they would freaking nail it. Um, Tear the roof off of it. That's right. I mean, the temps, I mean, I bow down to the kings of Motown. Today we heard, like I said, I'm losing you. Being a little bit of a bass player, I love to thump along to that song. It's just got a killer bass line to it. Um, just great harmonies, the dance moves. The temps were the total package. I mean, they were. Check them out on YouTube, iTunes. I don't care wherever you get your music. All right, we want to thank all the distilleries out there for making this thing possible. (laughs) And we want to thank you all for listening. We will see you all down the road. See ya. Another man